I'm Al John Go, co-host of the Disney List podcast, as heard on Sorcerer Radio, as well as Skull Rock podcast. Here with my wife, Kristen. Hello. Hello. You are an earmarked agent who books Disney travel vacations for people all the time. Give our listeners a reason why they want to give you a call instead of just booking a trip by themselves. Well, I can do all of the legwork for them. I have expertise. I've been to the Disney parks well over a hundred times. So they've got that knowledge at their hand as well as it saves them time and money. Where can people get in touch with you so that they can book their next Disney cruise, Disney park trip, Adventures by Disney? They can contact me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. Skull Rock Podcast, talking all things Disney, with your hosts, Al John Goh and Dave Bossert. Do you just love to learn more about the magic that embodies animated films, theme park attractions, and more? The all-encompassing universe created and produced by the genius of Walt Disney has spanned nearly 100 years in counting. From his earliest film endeavors with the Laughagram cartoons and the Alice comedies, to the creation of Mickey Mouse, to the first animated feature film, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and then dreaming up Disneyland, Walt Disney continuously raised the creative bar, and today his company has carried on that tradition as a global entertainment juggernaut. I'm Dave Bossard, artist, filmmaker, and author. And I'm Al John Go, musician, podcaster, and radio guy. Every week, Dave and I will explore the entertainment galaxy that is Disney with insightful conversation, stories, and special guests talking all things Disney. Listen to never-before-heard stories and behind-the-scenes moments from some of your favorite Disney films, theme park attractions, performances, books, music, and so much more from knowledgeable, insightful, and thought-provoking hosts and guests. Hear the latest news about Disney past, present, and future. Skull Rock Podcast is your go-to source for the magic we all love. Skull Rock Podcast. Visit SkullRockPodcast.com. The Dining at Disney Podcast with your hosts, Kristen, Bubba, and Kat. Welcome to the Dining at Disney Podcast. I'm Kristen, and with me is Bubba and Kat. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and click the notification bell so you know when we share new content. For those of you joining us for the first time, welcome. And we do two podcasts a week. So you can catch those shows every Thursday and Saturday. So, Bubba, you want to tell everybody what we're going to be talking about today? Well, I have a little trip report to talk about. We did a couple of days at the Disneyland Resort this week. So I'm going to be talking about that. Also, a couple of exciting news from the uh, California Adventure. Also, something new they're serving up. And the Galactic Cruiser. Over in Walt Disney World, we have news on that too. So, Kat, what did we discuss uh, on the last couple episodes? 
So last episode, we talked a little bit about the Oogie Boogie Bash, my experience, Bubba's experience, both positive. So check that out. So much candy to be had for everyone around. And before that, we talked... Yes. Before that, we talked about the new Magic Band Plus coming next year and the 50th uh, slew of announcements that we got last week. So check those out on your feed. Okay. So, Kat, let's get into the news. I know you've got some some news bits. If you want to talk about those first, and then we'll get into Bubba's uh, trip report and how... How all of that went now that he is again a pass holder. Yes. Yeah, we have just a little bit of news coming out of Orlando this week. Uh, Golden Oaks residents, Club 33 members, Disney Vacation Club members, and annual pass holders over at Walt Disney World were able to book the Star Wars Galactic Cruiser starting March 1st. 2022 this week uh and that first weekend is sold out no uh not not surprisingly <laughs> sold out the maiden voyage of the halcon is uh full up but weekends after that are still going to be available um they haven't it's i think it's the 28th of this month that they go on sale for regular non-pass holders non-specialty people uh, so if, you're, if you're looking to, the if you're looking to non-special people, please, please. Uh, if you're looking to get a weekend on the Halcon, uh, make sure to pay attention to your emails. I'm sure they'll have more news coming about that shortly. Um, my the most important news to come out of Disneyland in several decades: Joffrey's <laughs> coffee has come, has come to the West Coast. Yay! The coffee cart at Disney's California Adventure will now be serving Joffrey's coffee, <laughs> as well as a slew of other snacks available for guests. Uh, Joffrey's coffee is well known over there at Walt Disney World, but now we get it over here on the West Coast as well. Uh, the options on their menu look lovely. A couple of different uh, hot beverages, some frozen cocktails, which we love. And one of my very, very, very favorites, the frozen peach Bellini, which is not alcoholic, still delicious. Love it every time. They're also going to be serving some light snacks, some chorizo breakfast burritos, a citrus chicken Ooh. pollo asado burrito, Ooh. and a chia fruit salad if you're trying to stay a little healthier. Um, super excited about that. I don't know if you could tell. Super excited. Um, <laughs> but that's all of our news. I can't wait to hear about your trip, Bubba. Yeah. Neither can I. So that's good news. First of all, I can't wait to try that coffee out. I hope it's everything you say. Oh, it so, is. Yeah, it's It beats it Starbucks. Is. Oh, yeah. It's oh wow! It doesn't okay. have that. It doesn't have that bitterness that Starbucks has. See, I get the cold brew just every time. The vanilla sugar cream cold brew—that's my go-to drink there. So that's uh, a good one too. Yeah. So I don't know. Have, have you had the cold brew from Joffrey? I've, I've, yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Every it's everything really good. at Joffrey is that it's I good. have had has been good, and their tea shop the cocktails that they make with their tea is amazing too oh wow 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I should be jumping there. So that's over by the um the hub near Pacific Wharf and right yes. by Little Mermaid. Yeah. Yes. You see a little yes. lighthouse there. Um, yeah. so yeah, I'm gonna have to go check that out. So yeah, here is my little trip report. Yes, as I think as you mentioned, Taylor and I are now officially key holders again. So we actually bought a two-day pass. So this whole reservation thing is kind of weird. It's kind of weirding people out. It's kind of confusing everybody too. So it's something I did want to talk about, first of all. Um, you got to look at the reservation dates if you're wanting to go to the park, no matter when. If you're wanting to go 90 days from now, look at the reservations. There's ticket reservations and there's key holder reservations. They can be completely different. They can be the same. You just have to look at them. So when we bought our two-day passes, we had to do that instead of buying the, doing the keys because key holders were blocked out when we wanted to go, but they weren't blocked out for ticket holders. So we bought the two day pass and then we used it the first day we left, uh, we came Sunday and then Monday when we got to, into the park, um, we traded in our tickets, which you can easily do over the app. You don't even need to go to the ticket booth or anything. You could do this all on the app. Oh, wow. Upgrade, upgrade your tickets to a key holder pass. Uh, we both got the drink key and it was, it was simple. It took maybe, you know, 10, 15 minutes just because of the signal in the park. Uh, and it, we thought it was going to be difficult. We needed to go somewhere. No, we just did it right on the app and it's already uplo it uploaded our drink key pass and everything to our app. Um, so that was very quick and efficient, but Getting reservations now is difficult if you are a key holder right now. There's a lot of, there's days in December that are already full. Uh, so you have to, we have, we had to plan. As soon as we got our keys, we started reserving our dates for, we want to go next month and we want to go in December. Uh, so we're planning on going the end of November and then sometime mid-December uh, for our next reservations. Like I said, with the Dream Pass, we got six days that we can reserve. So we reserved five days. We always want to keep one open just in case at the spur of the moment. If we want to go to the park and there's a reservation available, we can go. Uh, so that that's convenient, too. It's just you have to look at these reservations. A lot of people are getting frustrated because... Uh, I believe Christmas uh, Eve and Christmas Day are already full for key holders. And the first weekend of December is already full for key holders. Um, so just it'll eventually stuff will eventually pop up. You have to keep your eye on the app if you have a day that's not that you want to go that's full. That's what me and Taylor did before this trip. And, um, you know, we got the days that we wanted and stuff like that when we bought our tickets. Um, so. That's my first suggestion right there. Uh, second suggestion, dining reservations. Also very hard to get now today. You have to plan 50, 60 days in advance to if you want somewhere that takes dining reservations. Blue Bayou, Cafe Orleans, uh, Carthay Circle, uh, you know, anywhere that takes reservations. Ogus Cantina. We couldn't get an Ogus Cantina reservation, I believe, the night before we left, one opened up for 10.20 p.m. on uh, one of the days we're going to be there. So we took it, uh, you know, not knowing if we know we'll still take it or not. We can cancel it whatsoever. Uh, we, when we did go to the park that day, they, uh, we did a walk-up. 
And they said, yeah, you can do the walk up. It's only 30. Uh, it was only 30 minutes, I believe, if on the app. So you, when you're close to Ugas Cantina, we hit, you know, hit walk up and we got in line. Luckily, too, right after that, I looked on my app and it showed no more walk ups being accepted uh, right after that because I just wanted to see. So we got we canceled our reservation that night. We got in earlier. So that was very convenient, thankfully. Um, uh, what else? Yeah, like I said, just with dining reservations, just be patient. Look every day. If you got a minute to look and, you know, you really want that dining reservation, just look and see. Anything can open at any minute. It was, yes. And so just it's it was frustrating. But once we got we got a Carnation Cafe reservation, we uh, we got a Goofy's Kitchen reservation. And um so we thankfully we got those right before we left for our trip. Uh, so let's talk about some of the food first of all. We uh, we were actually texting you. I was texting you guys the morning we had the <laughs> cafe reservation. The menu. I mean, I didn't really look at the menu. I looked at the menu and I saw they had skillets and stuff like that. Thinking, oh, they wouldn't take away the Oscar special. They took away the Oscar special. So they made their menu more convenient for the cooks and everything so they had like you know egg, you know these three like egg type i don't know if you had sous vide eggs before or something like that but they were like egg cheese bites so they don't make eggs for you anymore if you want them scrambled or over easy stuff like that oh so yeah so when we sat down we're just like do we really want you know this breakfast you know maybe we should try plaza because they have the minis character breakfast, but it's also a buffet where, you know, omelet bar, waffle bar, all that stuff. And um, so Taylor waited in Carnation Cafe while I went over to minis uh, or the Plaza Inn because it was booked on the, on the app. You couldn't get any reservation. So they did accept walk-ups, you know, it was just me and Taylor. So luckily we got in at minis kitchen. Everything was great there. You know, the omelet bar, the, potatoes the waffles everything was perfect um you know it's a, it was a great start to the day the characters don't interact individually with guests but they do like a little walkthrough parade all around the restaurant for about a good five minutes you know and so that way kids can you know see them wave hi they blow kisses at you all this other stuff it was very very cool how they did it um, and they would stay out there for a long time. Like I said, it was like a five, eight minute march. They would do just march around the restaurant and just wave at everybody and say hi to everyone. Uh, so I'm recommending, you know, that's a great place to start for breakfast. The prices do change depending on what day it is. I believe it was uh, around $40 a person that day. We went on a, a Monday morning. So uh, I think on weekends they might bump up the price and stuff like that. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. And uh, food, the food was delicious. Everything was great. Um, and I was just trying to think of everything that we did, all the food that we ate. We went to, did we actually go to Jolly Holiday and eat anything? Talking to my producer over here, <laughs> producer Taylor. <laughs> She's trying to think. Where did you get the monster? The Halloween dessert. Oh, the monster cake is also at, it's at a couple different locations, but it's also at Plaza Inn uh, right there. Yeah, it was a nice thick slice of cake. Okay, that was also Plaza Inn. Yeah, Plaza Inn, yeah, the cake. Yeah, yeah so. Um, 
but it's i think it's in a couple of different spots too uh so it's it was very sweet the perfect sugar rush you could have uh the night before so we went monday or not monday sunday night we got to the park probably around like three or four and we also ate at plaza in that night too but i had to have my fried chicken i had to have it with double mashed potatoes and Mm-mm. everything was perfect just how i remembered it um and that's where i got the cake from too so uh it was a nice spot too if you want to go around 8 30 that's the perfect time because the fireworks start at nine and we had a great view of the hollywood halloween fireworks show that they put in front of the castle which was amazing too uh so and then what else did we we also ate at um the Bengal barbecue that was surprisingly delicious they had a a two skewer plate that came with rice and this sweet coleslaw I highly recommend that to I think I might have talked about it about it before but uh, you get to choose your type of skewers that you want you know the chicken the beef if you want the the I think there's a two other different types of skewers one's a spicy one and I think one's a plant-based skewer uh but that's definitely great to share, you know, for some type of quick bite. You each get a skewer, you each get coal, you can share the coleslaw and rice and everything mesh together perfect, uh, you know, snack wise. Yeah. Uh, let me see. What else do we do? We did. We had the broccoli cheddar soup at Harbor Galley. It's not like how it was at Pacific Wharf. Do you remember Pacific Wharf's cat? Or I don't know if you had it, Kristen. I have, yeah. So it's can't have that. Oh, you can't. That's right. Um, It's it was a tad bit more grainy, and the broccoli wasn't cooked all the way. In my opinion, it was still kind of like it felt fresher. More al dente, yeah. But it's like, I felt like they just grabbed broccoli florets and they just threw it in the soup and then served it. So it didn't feel like it was cooked with the soup. So I was a tad bit disappointed in the soup right there. So it's only served at Harbor Galley, though. They don't have it at Pacific Wharf anymore. You either choose the clam chowder or the bacon cheddar ale uh, soup at Pacific Wharf. Oh, that sounds good. (laughs) I do want to try that. I did. Unfortunately, I didn't get to try that this time. That is something that I want to try. We ate at Docking Bay Mm -hmm. uh, over in uh, Star Wars land. And uh, we we had the... uh, the Ronto wrap also. So with the Ronto wrap, nothing's changed. Tastes great, delicious, great to snack on for two people. Highly recommend it. No matter what, you guys got to get one when you go there. Docking Bay Seven. Uh, we had the. Uh, it was like this orb tart dessert with the brownie bottom. It was a nice cool orb. I think we've had it before opening weekend. I just couldn't remember. So. Uh, I think there's a picture of it on my Instagram. If you go back, yeah, it's been two years, yeah. Uh, So we had that, you know, something to snack on, and we did do Uga's Cantina. Uga's Cantina. I had my outer rim, and they actually had a new drink, which I'm blanking on the name. She's gonna get that for me, Uh, and we had the little Jello that they had with the boba balls in there. It came with pop rocks. That was actually really good. I don't know why I've never had that before. I know I've seen people had it, have, have had it, and I'm like, oh, it's but we finally had it, and it was tasty. Uh, that's another thing I recommend to everybody. Taylor's going to get all the names from me right now of everything we had. 
Aljon got the through. adult version of that. I don't remember what the alcohol is that's in it. I just, I can't do jello. Every time I go to eat oh. jello, it just makes me think of being in the hospital. So I just, it, I can't, I can't do jello. Really? Yes. <laughs> I mean, every time you're in the hospital, that's what you get for dessert. Every meal is jello. <laughs> yeah. We used to get jello with like whipped cream on top at National Coney Island when I was a kid. Like we go to National Coney Island for like breakfast and jello was like the treat with my geriatric grandparents when I was a kid. <laughs> Love it. Love it so much. <laughs> All right, so the new drink that I did have there, it was called the Takadana Quencher, and it has Bacardi Daiquiri Rum, Bulls Blue Curacao, Simply Orange with Pineapple and Kiwi flavors. Oh. And that, that was definitely a yeah. refreshing, it, it felt like a beach drink in a way, and they had these little candy pineapple chunks in there too, uh, and they would sink at the bottom, so when you're done with your drink, you could kind of dig them out and eat them. Nice. Uh, you know, after your drink. Yeah. So... Um, so I'm glad we got to go to Ugas. Ugas, I always have to visit. We are we luckily got reservations when we go back in November too. So, um, like I said, make those reservations if you can as far as Vance as you can possibly make them. I think they're doing the first week of December or second week of December is the last is the cutoff date as of today. Um, and then we had the cold brew. The black, oh, it's a drink. It was a cold brew at Docking Bay. So it was, uh, it's a cold you brew. You had space black, coffee? Space coffee. So where we're seeing pictures of this. So this, I do have a picture of it. I can't wait to show you guys. It is a cold brew coffee topped with sweet cream and cocoa puffs. And wow. Yeah. Who would have thought that, you know, that would mix so well. You do have to mix it up, you know, because it's it is layered. They got the coffee with the ice and then the layer of cream and then the cocoa plus on top. If you mix it all together, yes, it comes out. Don't don't drink it like separate because you're just gonna get the black coffee uh taste. But when you mix it all together, it is perfect. You guys definitely have to try that. Uh Taylor oh, loved the drink. I couldn't even really drink much of it because Taylor drank most of it. So <laughs> thanks for that. Um, and then, um, what else? We didn't do Goofy's Kitchen just because we did Plaza Inn the day before. So we kind of went to one of our local restaurants the morning before we went to the Halloween party. Uh, we gotta, you gotta at least support some of the local spots around Disneyland or around that area. Um, and, uh, what else did we, I mean, we just, uh, food wise, we we didn't go all out. We you know we we just missed some of our favorites, but of course I, we did want to try some of the newer stuff because uh, you just miss some of those favorites when you go. You want you want that fried chicken and stuff like that. We didn't even go to uh, uh, Cocina Cook or not Cocina Cucamo, Rancho del Zocalo, but there is some disappointing news, Kristen. No, we did not see the enchilada carne asada option on the menu. What? Yes. So no. Yeah. Yes. If you look on the menu right now on your app, it is not on there. And we were too afraid to go over there and ask too because we're just like. Oh. Uh, so uh, when we when we do go back, we are planning on eating there just to, you know, maybe they'll maybe they did have it or 
you know, it was just an error on their part, or maybe they ran out the night before, as we talked about, and they took it off the app and they forgot to add it back on. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was just some disappointing news right there. You know, people are missing some of their favorites, but they are adding a lot of newer stuff. Maybe but, they ran know, out of cows. Man, well, that's <laughs> another thing. I mean, with this whole freeze outside every all East Coast, West Coast ports, it's going to be hard to bring, you know, some stuff in some you know, and it's going to be harder to get the ingredients that people want for all these options. So, of course, I understand why Carnation had to slim down their their menu. I understand why if Cocina had to do that, why they had to do that and stuff like that. Uh, so it's it's just something you're going to have to work with and deal with until this blows over or it gets worse. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Hope it doesn't get worse. But, you know, we'll see after that. Um, and we did, of course, we had to do the Nightmare Before Christmas Haunted Mansion. Here's my advice to people about that. Uh, the line was an hour, hour and a half all day. So we're in Star Wars land and we notice, hey, the ride is temporarily down. Why don't we walk over there and hang out, you know, New Orleans Square, chill there for a bit. We get there. Five minutes later, I'm at the front gate, you know, talking to the cast member, and I hear on the walkie-talkie, all right, let them in. And, man, we only had to wait five minutes. And we nice. were in front of the line. So, I mean, yeah, it sucks that if you're in a line, that happens to you. But, you know, something like that. With Nightmare Before Christmas, I know they want to reset it right away because it's the most one of the most popular attractions in, Dis- in Disneyland. And, you know, same thing happened with Rise of Resistance. We, we scored our 7 a.m., uh, virtual queue pass. We were group 23. That is the earliest group I've ever gotten in my life for that. And um, so we go over to Rise of Resistance and the ride is down. It takes about 45 minutes, maybe an hour to reset the whole ride. So you just got to time it right. Ask when the ride broke down and then kind of give it a little time, about 45 minutes, and then just finally go back to the line and then yeah we were right there when the line opened back up and you know we didn't have to um, you know even with that virtual pass you still can wait a bit depending you know on how busy the park is I think we waited almost all the way down to Hungry Bear the first time we did Rise of Resistance because that's then that was with the virtual pass yeah so uh, luckily we didn't have to this time and it's just as amazing as I remember it. I'm glad I got to ride it a second time because the first time I'm just trying to look everywhere like, Oh wow, look at that. Look at that. And then finally, you know, the stuff that I didn't have time to appreciate because we went during the pandemic. So of course they didn't let anybody in the beginning queue when Ray talked to you about the mission. All we did was we're outside one minute. Next thing you know, we're in the transport and we're on the ride already. And I'm like, wow, that was fast. So we got to do the queue and everything, which was pretty nice. Uh, they put benches in the queue too. I don't know if you saw that cat, if you've been on rise of resistance, have you seen that? I haven't been over there. Oh at man, all. that is a smart, whoever thought of that's a genius putting um, like benches all in the queue that was like built into the rock. So when you're waiting, you can sit. It's perfect. Sometimes you'll be there for like three, four minutes, just standing there. People like, you know, with your mom, you know, they can't stand for very long. You know, even with me, I hate standing for longer than 30 minutes in the same spot. So yeah, it's, it's it was very convenient. They need a, they need a, implement that more in some of these line queues, putting little benches and stuff in there. Uh, I like, yeah. Um, let me see. I'm trying to think of everything else we did. Um, I gave my advice on the reservations. 
both mm-hmm. dining and key holders. So just be out, be aware of those. Um, overall, I haven't I'm heard just, anything about churros or funnel cakes. We had no churros or funnel cakes. We did have, did we have a churro? Well, here's the thing. So <laughs> before we went to Disney, we had our local fair here in Bakersfield. And we went to town on funnel cakes there. <laughs> I love it. They got, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess we were kind of funnel cake out. But you know what? We were noticing that some of the, like Hungry Bear, they had the pumpkin cheesecake uh, funnel cake. But nowhere listed was the, it was like a berry, berry cobbler cake. It wasn't on the app. Um, but yet it was in the uh, blog, I believe, or something like that, or the on the menu. So it was that was very interesting. Huh. But it was a long, it was also a long line too, and the virtual queue was a was a bit of a wait. Uh, when you order mobile order, look at the times for the mobile ordering because if you're on one side of the park, and you know docking bay is at oh I can, it's uh, three o'clock right now, we can't order until four thirty. So, you know, you got to be aware of those times. There's some of those places, they don't have the now option. You have, you're going to have to wait an hour. I think uh, last time we were at the park, we waited two hours for Ronto Roasters to because that's when the next available mobile ordering was, stuff like that. And you've seen it with Marvel Land, too, when you went opening weekend, Kat. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, be aware of those times if you want certain places, because yeah, like I said, Hungry Bear was like an hour to an hour and a half wait for the mobile ordering, uh, even though like, you know, some people are like, oh, I want it now. No, you're going to have to, you know, just time it out. And, you know, that we talked about this on the podcast, you know, ordering food in the future and stuff like that. That's what it's coming down to. So I don't, I don't like this having to plan things so far in advance, like what park I'm going to go to to get a reservation. And I don't want to have to do that all the time. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it can be a headache. I mean, there's a lot of, I'm in a couple of pass holder groups on Facebook. They're just, they're getting, you know, it's, it's not a convenience thing. It's not a, uh, you know, what they say about the magic keys about, you know, it's, it's more convenient for you and, you know, delivering extra magic, but yet a lot of people are starting to get frustrated, especially now that dates are being blocked out in December already for key holders. Um, You know, it's not even, it's two months away. So it's, well, I don't know how, I don't know how we're going to deal with that, you know, but luckily we got our dates that we want in December um, and in November and then we just go forward from there. I mean, I think New Year's Day was already filled up too, uh, but the next day it opened up. I remember that. Yeah. So like one day it's filled up. The next day, oh, it's open again. So like that's why I'm mentioning. Keep looking at those reservation dates. If it's filled up, look the next day. It could be open. Um, it's like, but it is a headache. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only thing that I see as being a downfall of all the things requiring reservations and so much planning is. Yeah. Sometimes you don't want to plan. You want to be completely spontaneous. And I feel that kind of not having that option anymore really takes away from some of the experiences that you, you have. 
I mean, this is what your job is supposed to be. You're supposed to plan trips and, stuff like that. <laughs> and then we're just supposed to be like, oh, you handle it. But now we're having to be the trip planners just for small trips and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, that's what it's coming down to. But that's what I'm willing to do to go experience some magic and stuff like that. So uh, let it be right now. Until it gets fixed, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. So but do you have any yes. any final yeah. thoughts? Um, final thoughts. I feel like I'm on Jerry Springer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, uh, um, I'm still kind of upset the tram's not running, so we Ubered every day. Very convenient, very fast, and I love that. Uh, I recommend that to everybody if you don't want to wait 45 minutes to an hour at Toy Story lot for a shuttle or if you don't want to walk from Mickey and Friends to to the park, you know, stuff like that. Uber or Lyft, whatever, taxi, whatever you take. Or use the art, the Anaheim Resort Transit. It's, I believe it is free. You know, if you book a hotel somewhere around there, check the check where their stops are and stuff like that. And you can that's a free ride to the park. Right is there it too. now? You just got to look at what times. In the I past, you had to buy it. it. It might be in certain hotels, but it, it's only a couple yeah, of dollars. Yeah, so it's, it's um, she said day. it may be a couple of dollars. I know if you stay at certain hotels, it, it's free. Oh, um, so it must be some hotels must include it as part of their 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 package. But the yeah, packages, I've always, yeah. whenever I've stayed at a hotel that was on it, we've always had to pay to use it. We've always had to pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've heard. Of, I've had a couple friends, you know, online say, but it's it's it, it's cheap. Yeah, it's it cheap. is. It's very cheap. It is. Yeah. It is very cheap if you if you don't have one of those hotels right there. Um, no, the, the fireworks show is amazing uh, for. Halloween, enjoy that, uh, and just watch for weather. I'm so glad we left Monday. At we left around six to go do our costumes and stuff. And the, I mean, so much lightning, so much hail. It was hailing in the park. There's videos, just people running. It's like, I mean, I know Florida. It, I saw a meme. You know how Florida people act during a storm. They're all calm and everything. And then how Californians <laughs> act during a storm. Just panicking. <laughs> just all hands and stuff like that. So, and that's how, that's what it looked like on online. So, um, but Kristen's been there with us when we've had to close the park early because of rain. <laughs> yes, when the park I mean, flooded. <laughs> so You got to think I've been, I've been to Disney World during tropical storms, but I have never seen anything like when they had to close the park because it was actually flooding. That was crazy. But then again, also they built like Magic Kingdom is not where you are walking around is not the first floor of the park. There's, you know, a whole utilidor underneath. So I think that makes a difference too, at least with the way that park is designed. Yeah. And then the weather's changing over here too. It's starting to get nice and cool. Um, you know, it's going to be really cool over here in California the next week. So we're going to get that winter weather ready. Once, once Halloween's done, let's get ready for Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. That's what we should have is we should talk about for the next time we do the Disney happy hour show. 
we should we should talk about like the best places to eat during the holidays. Oh yeah. So everybody can start preparing for that. Well, that's another thing I would like to talk about that. The thing about it is they won't have any of the stuff anymore, in my opinion. Uh, You know, like I want to give tips out to people, but all my tips have changed. I want to give suggestions out, but most of my suggestions have changed. But I'll definitely talk about the past stuff that I loved. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's going to be fun. That'll be a fun show. When are you planning on going back to the park, Kat? I will be there for Dapper Day. Oh, nice. Yeah, November that day's blocked out. That, yeah, yeah, they'll think it was the fourth. Yeah, that day's already blocked yeah. out, too. So it's been blocked out for a while, actually. Yeah. <laughs> for Not for regular park ticket buyers. No, not though. for regular. Not for plenty of reservations. Key holders, yes. Yeah, just your keys. Like I said, it's it's different. Yeah. Just, it's, yeah, you got your key holder calendar and you have your ticket yeah. holder calendar. Yeah. As soon as they announced the date for this fall Dapper Day, I like jumped on it. I was like, jumped yep, on. nope, nice. that's the one right there. Mm-hmm. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I love me some Dapper Day. But, <laughs> uh, I think I'm just going to do Disneyland that day, not DCA. Well, that's where the fun's at right there. Yeah. And it'll be, it'll be my first time back at Disneyland since the beginning of the pandemic. Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah, because you went to Marvel Land and then you did Boogie Oogie. Boogie, I've been to DCA two times, but not not Disneyland. So I'm looking forward to it. Nice. All right, and we'll be there late November for a nice three days. Well, I think we covered all of the important aspects of your trip, Bub. Yeah, I hope everything was helpful, folks. Well, I'm finally eating candy. Yeah. <laughs> I got 20 pounds of candy and I got to start eating it. You can ship some <laughs> of that to me, bub. <laughs> oh. No, that's okay. I won't. No. <laughs> well, we hoped you guys enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and click the notification bell so you know when we post new content. You can find us at Anchor or any of your other favorite podcasting platforms. For those of you that want to support the show and do a little more than giving us those likes and shares, you can do so by donating to us on Anchor for as little as 99 cents a month or as much as $9.99 a month. You can also support us by shopping those links on diningatdisney.com. We've got Amazon, the Disney Store, and Garden Grocer. Bubba, tell everybody where they can find us. You can go to all of our social media platforms. Um, also check out diningatdisney.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter, YouTube. Uh, so please uh, do say some comments. Tell us what you'd like to, us to talk about in future shows like that. Or if you've been to the park, share some of your food pictures, your likes, your don't likes, all that good stuff. We would love to hear it from you. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at big underscore Bubba underscore B. I will post my trip pics uh, probably later tonight so you guys can check that out. And for all your travel needs, Kristen is the one to talk to. You can contact her at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com if you're planning that universal trip. If you want to go on a cruise or if you want to go to Disney, talk to her. She'll book you right away. Cats, where can everyone find you? 
You can find me on Instagram at catastrophe at C-A-T underscore A-S-T-R-O-P-A-G. Make sure to check out some other great podcasts, including The Disney List with Kristen and Aljon, WDW Park Hoppers with Park Hopper John and Park Hopper Sid, Disney Parks Podcast with Tony and John, Skull Rock Podcast with Aljon and Dave Bossert, and my podcast, East Pictures. For Facebook fun, join our friends the Disney Dorks and the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone. Until next time, I'm Kristen, and with me has been Bubba and Kat. Bon appetit. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings. It is intended for entertainment purposes. Eat the Pictures is a bite-sized movie podcast. Every week we look at the ways different movies, from classic horror to rom-com, use food to tell stories on screen. Food unites us all. Let's explore it piece by piece on Eat the Pictures. Stay hungry. I'm Kristen Hetzel, vacation planner, world traveler, Disney foodie, and theme park fan. I'm Al John Go. I'm the husband who's also Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel Comics fan. And together, we host a Disney List podcast. Every week, you'll hear us list our favorite things about Disney theme parks, films, shows, travel, Marvel, and Star Wars in a top 10 list, rankings, and more. That's an impressive list. Subscribe to the Disney List podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast platform. Even stream us on Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com and check out our live shows on Facebook, The Disney List Podcast. Visit thedisneylist.com.